bringing you the vitality of college radio and the diversity of community radio. 91.3 FM WVUD and WVUD HD1, Newark, Delaware. The views expressed in this program are those of the host and not necessarily those of WVUD or the University of Delaware. WVUD and UD Information Technologies present Campus Voices, conversations with University of Delaware faculty, staff, and students about their teaching, research, service projects, and other interests. To introduce today's guest, here's your host, Richard Gordon, manager of the IT Communication Group at the University of Delaware. Joining us on Campus Voices today is Katie O'Connell, the College of Agriculture and Natural Resources Communications Manager, and she's going to lead us around the college today on remote as we learn all about Ag Day. Thank you, Katie. Thanks for having me, Richard. Uh, We're excited to tell everyone about Ag Day. Um, Always the last Saturday in April here at the College of Agriculture and Natural Resources campus um, on the south end of campus here at the University of Delaware. So this year, the 2013 event is going to be held on April 27th. We're hoping for great weather. Uh, The better the weather, the bigger the crowds, uh, and the more ice cream that the creamery scoops. We're always very excited to um, invite members of the public and the campus community to see our facilities here uh, and to enjoy the wonders of agriculture and natural resources. A big part of the university's College of Agriculture and Natural Resources is the outreach into the community. And I think Ag Day provides a snapshot of that. It absolutely does. One of the unique things that we're able to do is because the farm is not open to the public year round, this is the one chance that we have to really open our doors so that folks can see what's and what's behind the gates here on South Campus. So we bring um, our livestock animals to a tent uh, right on the front lawn of Townsend Hall. We have our dairy cows, some of our sheep. We have uh, chicks from the poultry unit. We um, even typically have a live blue hen. Yes, they are real. Uh, and we don't just mean UD the mascot, although he pop, he or she, it, depending on how you look at that for our mascot, pops around here also to entertain the children. Um, and so we have those animals here. We also, uh, this year new, we're having some horse-drawn carriage rides from a group in Georgetown, Circle C. They can take about 14 people, and they're going to take folks on a tour of our farm, um, along with our uh, typical tours that we do um, that are tractor and wagon rides. What are some of the most popular exhibits at Ag Day? At Ag Day every year, um, some of our most popular exhibits are certainly our plant sales. The University of Delaware Botanic Gardens has their plant sale uh, around Ag Day. Um, they're open to the public the night before Ag Day also on Friday the 26th. You can um, check out their hours uh, at their website, which is www.ag.udel.edu slash UDBG. They post their um, full plant sale hours there, but they're certainly open all day on Ag Day. Um, we also have plant sales from our UD Horticulture Club, which is a student-run club, and plant sales from the Newcastle County Cooperative Extension Master Gardeners. So plant sales are, are really a big hit on Ag Day, especially because it happens at the 
best time of year to do that uh, in the spring as folks are looking to plant in their gardens. Certainly also the Uderi Creamery, since we've had that on campus, has been a favorite. Those lines are long, but I, I promise you it is well worth it. One of the features I think a lot of kids enjoy at Ag Day are some of the wildlife exhibits because this is not just an ag college, it's also a college that talks about the stewardship of our natural resources. Absolutely. It, it certainly is. Ag Day always falls around um, Earth Day and Earth Week, and we, we really do pride ourselves in that because um, a lot of folks call us the College of Ag, but um, we are truly the College of Agriculture and Natural Resources. And um, one of the unique things that we've been able to offer for the last few years is we have an alum of the college um, who does animal training and behavior, and he actually moves around the state and throughout the United States to train um, wild bird exhibits. So those that you would see uh, in zoos, um, if you're traveling to exotic locations in Florida, you may see some of these bird demonstrations. And he comes um, to do two bird demonstrations, free flight bird demonstrations um, for the past couple of years where he has macaws, vultures, hawks, um, and even chickens who... um, that he trains uh, to do live demonstrations. They've been very popular in the last few years. I just want you to tell the folks why Ag Day is one of my favorite and one of all families' favorites UD activities. The reason that Ag Day is such a hit um, is it really has something for every age group. We have um, something for preschoolers all the way up to those folks who are retired and and enjoying the finest years of their lives, Um, from college-age students who are looking to listen to music, walk around, eat some great barbecue pork or chicken from one of our student groups, Um, folks who are interested in coming to learn about where their food comes from, people who are coming here to learn about how to protect their environment and and uh, learn about sustainability, learn what they can do right in their own backyard to promote agriculture and natural resources. There really is something for everyone. Um, we encourage you to come out and take a look around, enjoy the over 90 exhibitors that we have, um, and learn what we have to offer. Well, let's go to the greenhouse. Let's go. As we're entering the greenhouse, that smells great. Yes, you just passed a Korean spice viburnum. Quite a quite a smell. We're entering the greenhouse with Professor Dave Fry. Hi there. We're we're now entering the workroom area, uh, and you'll hear in the background uh, many of our uh, volunteers with the University of Delaware Botanic Garden, uh, and they help. Uh, by potting up plants, uh, weeding the containers that the plants are in, uh, and they're also very involved in the uh, Ag Day plant sale. What kinds of things do you grow in the greenhouse? We grow a little bit of everything, uh, both woody plants and herbaceous plants, evergreen plants, deciduous plants. Uh, Right now we're in the area where we keep plants for plant identification. Uh, The current course is indigenous woody plants and We have live plants that the students learn from outside, and we also have branches of the plants in here that the students can use to study uh, when it's inclement weather. And next door is that? This is a a little bit of uh, many different classes in here. Uh, The geraniums and the abutilon and all of those potted plants on the far left uh, are for Ag Day's plant sale. Uh, They've been grown by the Horticulture Club. Uh, Other plants in here are used for uh, teaching crop science, 
we also have some plants that we used in the Philadelphia Flower Show. Uh, the design group had a uh, display in that, that area. You'll notice it's also quite warm in here and quite bright in here. Uh, we have different temperatures and humidity, uh, light intensities in the, in the greenhouses, uh, and that is controlled by a computer in the main office. The uh, second bench to your right is uh, herbs grown by, uh, of course, uh, healing plants, uh, Plant Science 275, taught by uh, Dr. Sherry Keto. And uh, they study herbs uh, from a medicinal and a culinary standpoint. Uh, they get to grow them from seed and from cuttings, uh, so they get the whole experience of growing a plant. It's one of the things that's unique for students in the College of Agriculture and Natural Resources. They can start studying and in a class learn how to nurture the seed and then sell the results at Ag Day. Yes, it works out very, very well. Also, uh, a part of the profits from the Ag Day, the uh, Horticulture Club sells plants that they grow and that my class topics to, in production and management of ornamental plants. Uh, they, uh, we sell the plants at Ag Day. Uh, some of the money goes to the Horticulture Club. The rest of the money goes towards uh, paying for supplies for next year's class so I don't have to charge a lab fee, which everybody likes. Are you, were you one of the founders of Ag Day? Yes, yeah, back in 75. The uh, Horticulture Club started then. Uh, I started the class where students raised plants and everything clicked. Everything went quite, quite well. Um, and it was uh, student-run um, by the Ag College Council, uh, and all of the uh, clubs in the college. Uh, our original Ag Day was up on the green, uh, and we had uh, uh, to bring everything up there, set it up. The, the intent was to teach uh, current students and also uh, members of the community about ag agriculture and the opportunities that exist in this college. And I, I think it's worked. What do you think is the biggest benefit that students who participate in Ag Day get out of the experience? Oh, it varies. All kinds of experiences. My horticulture club loves to work with the uh, uh, young young people, the, the students that are uh, currently in high school, elementary school, and ones that haven't even made it to elementary school. It's uh, uh, a real real pleasure. They also get to get involved in the business aspect. I see a bunch of tomato plants. Oh yes, yeah. The tomato plants are grown by the uh, horticulture club. Uh, uh, the reason for that is there's a pretty high demand for tomato plants on, on Ag Day, uh, so we have to grow more than the uh, individual students in the class are obligated to grow. What varieties of tomatoes are you planning to sell at Ag Day this year? Uh, let's see, uh, Park Swapper uh, and uh, uh, Better Boy are the two tomatoes is, that we're growing this year. Both very disease-resistant, uh, both indeterminate. In other words, they'll keep producing fruit all season long. I'm Emma Brown. I'm a landscape horticulture and design freshman. Um, I'm moving plants back and forth so that they'll be ready when the time comes to sell them during Ag Day, and I'll be manning uh, at least one of the booths, so I'll be with Horticulture Club selling their plants. But what kinds of plants have you been working on this semester? Both woody plants like these little magnolias and a lot of herbaceous plants like coleus, um, so these that you're moving right here, are these things that I would buy and put in my front garden? Yep, these get really big. They're the magnolias that um, you can look around campus and see like in front of the library. They're, they, they get huge and they have beautiful flowers in spring. Wait a minute, these things don't look like they're more than six inches tall. And you say they get to be 
giants. Yep, one of the grad students here uh, started them from seed, um, and they, these these are his, like basically his project um, for uh, him and the UDBG, the UD Botanic Gardens. So he started them this little, and when people buy them, hopefully they'll get up to be huge and have gorgeous like pink and white flowers. So. Thank you. And we're visiting now with Jess White, who is the president of Ag Council. Hi, Jess. Hi, how are you today? All right, so I am a prevent and ecology major. Um, I've been on the Ag Day team only this year, and I'm really excited just to see how everything develops because we've been working on it so intimately for the past few months. And we haven't had an opportunity, per se, to see everything kind of blossom. So I'm really excited to see how things fit together. What are some of the cool things that you're getting to do down here at the college? And how many of those will be out there at Ag Day for people to see? Some of the cool things we do at the Beneficial Insects Lab, I work with the stink bugs. So we work with parasitoids and we demonstrate how the biological control of um, stink bugs is progressing, which it's not progressing very quickly because we have to do thousands upon thousands of tests. But you get to see a little snippet of the things we do in the lab. So stink bugs are not considered a beneficial insect? Some of them are actually, like Podiasis maculaventris, but brown marmorated stink bug is invasive, so no, it is an agriculture pest. What do you think you and the other students are learning as you work on a big event like this that serves 5,000 members of the public? I think we're learning how intimately each one of us depends on the other because if one person doesn't do their job, then it affects everyone and the event. I mean, I've learned a lot about teamwork as it is. Like, we do team projects in classes, sure, but it doesn't usually have this big of an outcome, like a paper that'll give me maybe 10% of my grade, whereas this, the community is depending on it because it's an annual thing. So if we don't have it, they're going to be like, where's... Where's the barbecue chicken? Where are the pulled pork sandwiches? How can I get my you dairy ice cream? Thanks very much, Jess, and I'm, I'm looking forward to Ag Day. Great. Right. Thank you so much. I'm looking forward to it, too. And we're talking right now with Jess Nimerichter, who has been a member of the Student Ag Day Committee for the past two years. Thanks for speaking with us, Jess. Thank you for having me. What is it that the students actually do as part of Ag Day? Well, there's eight of us, um, eight students working on the committee, and we're separated into even smaller committees. And basically what we do is we work with the faculty members here in the college to get them thinking about Ag Day because we're all pulled in different directions. So um, my job, um, I am part of the um, Entertainment and Education Committee. Our responsibilities are to um, get people to demonstrate and do kind of show what they do throughout the year, but in like a smaller demonstration. So it's just bringing kind of their work, their research in a smaller scale to Ag Day. What's going to be your favorite thing, do you think, at this year's Ag Day? Um, Two that I think are kind of great for the public to know about are the insect zoo and the herpetology zoo that we have this year. Um, We've always had insects, but this year it's going to be kind of an all-day demonstration and they're going to be, it's going to be more interactive. And then there's also going to be a herpetology zoo upstairs um, in the commons. And it's the same type of deal where they can kind of, there'll be live animals and they can walk through and just see all different kinds of reptiles. And we haven't had reptiles before at Ag Day, so that's going to be a very great thing for the public to come and see. 
What's your major? Um, I'm wildlife and entomology. Entomology is the study of bugs. What kind of bugs your favorite? I really like bees. I worked with bees last year, so I'm going to go with bumblebees. Bumblebees, not the honeybees. No, well, the project I worked with was um, bumblebees. And um, the project I was working with was just seeing how well or like what kind of pollinators they are. And so it was kind of interesting because people don't really think of them as pollinators. They, everyone thinks of honeybees, not bumblebees. They're better at flying and weather that honeybees can't fly in. For instance, like rain and, you know, harsh heat, things like that. So I just think they're cool because they're tougher, more resilient insects. Ag Day is absolutely for everybody, but there are a couple of cautions, aren't there? Yes, this year we have um, a lot of live animal demonstrations. So we're asking anyone interested in coming to Ag Day to refrain from bringing any animals, dogs, or pets um, to Ag Day just for the safety of the animals. What's the website that people can go to to learn more about Ag Day? Um, Well, if you're interested in coming to Ag Day, you can find more information at ag.udel.edu slash agday. Thanks, Jess. No problem. Because all the cows have been milked and fed, we have the opportunity to talk with Laura Nemec, the coordinator of all the animal science labs back here on the UD farm. Happy to come out here in this beautiful weather and talk a little bit about Ag Day with you. Now, you've got a very active tent, I think, with all sorts of different four-footed critters out there for the kids to see and demonstrations. Why don't you tell us what they can expect to see at Ag Day? We have a great livestock demonstration that the Animal Science Club, which I co-advise, puts on every year. They're going to bring out a dairy cow, one or two calves. You'll have some sheep and their lambs. You'll have some chickens. And we're also going to have a real life-size skeleton of a horse out there with one of our equine professors to talk about it. Isn't there a sheep sharing in there as well? There are. We have a few demonstrations going on as well. We'll have sheep shearing, and we're also going to bring the dairy cow out for a little bit, talk about you know, some general facts about dairy cows and how they're milked. And you know, a lot of people don't know some of our cows. They can produce over 100 pounds of milk in a day, and that's over 11 gallons. Are we going to get to see President Harker try and milk a cow? I don't think this year, but maybe that's something we can look forward to. But, I mean, you'll let the kids and all try and that kind of thing? The kids and all will have a demonstration cow that is donated by Milburn Orchards, a little wooden setup that they can practice milking on. And that's going to be great fun for them. We haven't had that before, so that's going to be really exciting. Will they get to actually pet and touch the animals that come down? Absolutely. The pens are right in the tent that you can go up and pet them and touch them. It gets a little crowded, so that's why we'll have a dairy cow demo at one point, and we'll actually pull the dairy cow out. She's a very, very friendly cow this year. She's happy to just stand there and be pet by everybody. So we'll have her out for a little bit so everybody can really get a chance to see how big she is, her size, and how friendly they are, and and get a chance to get a little hands-on. Who is she? What's her name? Her number is 44. (laughs) She doesn't have a name yet, but I'm sure by the end of Ag Day someone will have named her. (laughs) What are some of the things that the students get to do down here on the farm? Wow, the students get to do a lot. Um, All of the animal science classes that have labs come out to the farms at some point so dairy production equine management beef and sheep production all have weekly labs that come out here there's introductory to animal science lab that comes out that rotates freshmen through all the different species we have so we try to give kids the most hands-on 
as they can through the laboratories and then students also have the chance to work on the farms um, by contacting the farm managers and they get a chance to learn how to milk and learn how to feed calves and learn how to take care of the sheep and the beef and the horses and it's all really important it's a great experience for them imagine one of the things that's important for them to learn too is about farm management yes absolutely a lot of people don't realize how hard it is to manage a farm in general and then add in the fact that we're in the middle of a city so there's a lot of things we think about you know it's not just cows walking into the parlor giving some milk and walking back out there's a ton of things that go into running an operation like the dairy or the beef or the sheep every single day so we really try to teach the kids that so that way whatever they go on to be they're ready with those practical skills what's your favorite Udairy ice cream flavor oh right now I am I'm in love with the blue hen tracks I just had it the other day I'm a big fan of Reese's peanut butter cups so I really like that they have the little mini sized Reese's peanut butter cups right in the ice cream kind of made my day and the milk comes from cow number 44 and all of her sisters Yep, absolutely. The whole family here, the whole UD herd, all of the milk goes to High Point and then either comes back in bottled form, you know, to the college, and some of it comes to the creamery in the base form for the cream, and then they make all their flavors. Thank you, Laura. You are very welcome. We hope to see you at Ag Day. Coming up next, fresh off her appearance on Comcast Newscasters, (laughs) is... Carrie Murphy, who coordinates the Master Gardener program here in Newcastle County. What are, what are the Master Gardeners going to be doing at Ag Day? So Ag Day is one of our more important days of the year. Um, it's an opportunity for us to have a plant sale, which helps to fund some of our programming. And it's also an opportunity for us to provide education to the public. Um, the Master Gardener program is just a small part of Extension, so Cooperative Extension has a strong presence at Ag Day, and our goal is really to provide information to the public on a variety of things, uh, including 4-H programs and youth education, food and nutrition programs, gardening programs, agriculture. So uh, Ag Day is really an opportunity for people to come out and learn more about our college, Extension, and all of the uh, programs that we have to offer throughout the year. Extension goes well beyond Ag Day, doesn't it? It does, yes. Uh, We have a lot to offer throughout the year, so we've got workshops that people can take advantage of, demonstrations, uh, gardens that people can come out and see. Um, Really, uh, the best thing to do is just to visit our website to learn more about what we have to offer, but come to Ag Day, meet us in person, ask us questions. We can provide you with technical assistance if you're trying to choose something to plant in your garden or you want to learn more about pollinators. Uh, We have a lot to offer, backyard composting. And then the plant sale, of course, is really um, an opportunity for us to provide appropriate plants to you. We've got a couple of different things going on with the plant sale. We have herbs and a variety of herbs for you to take home and plant in your garden. And we've got recipes that accompany the herbs so that you can learn how to cook with those herbs. We've also got uh, plant donations that come from our master gardeners, so good plant selections that come from their gardens. They divide their plants and then they offer them at Ag Day for a nominal price uh, to the public. And um, everything that we sell really has a piece of information attached to it so that you know exactly what that plant is going to do and how you can incorporate it into your landscape. And then best case scenario is that you come back to us and learn a little bit more and take advantage of some of our programs that uh, we offer throughout the year. What are some of the programs that the 
master gardeners offer through Cooperative Extension. Throughout the state, we have master gardeners in each county, and the master gardeners coordinate a program, and that program offers a variety of things. Right now, we are in our spring workshop schedule, so workshops for the home gardeners. And um, we're at the, actually we're in the middle of our workshop schedule. So upcoming workshops include learning more about insects in your garden, what are the good bugs, what are the bad bugs, and how to handle them. We also have um, workshops that address uh, specific niches. So for instance, if you've got a shade garden or a sun garden, we have workshops that are specifically geared towards specific situations in a landscape and how you as a homeowner um, might deal with that. Uh, we have um, some summer programs where you can come out and you can visit our gardens. We have extension gardens at our office that demonstrate different techniques and that demonstrate a variety of ways of growing things. We have a native plant garden and we also have a vegetable and fruit garden full of veggies and fruit like gooseberries and strawberries and blueberries and um, cool season and warm season crops that you can grow in your own garden and harvest and prepare. So there's a lot to see and there's a lot to take advantage of. I'm getting hungry. Can you tell me what, <laughs> kind, what kinds of berries grow well here in Delaware? Well, we do have some raspberries on display. So raspberries are great um, and they produce for you every year. They come back, they're a perennial crop. Um, strawberries are also a nice perennial crop. Um, strawberries typically bear fruit in uh, June, although there are different varieties that are available. So we do have different uh, varieties available for you to look at so that you can decide which one you like best in terms of growth habit and also production. Um, blueberries are fantastic, so we have a variety of blueberries that you can look at. The nice thing about blueberries, uh, people are really interested in incorporating edible plants that look good, and blueberries are a really nice shrub that you can incorporate into a landscape that will provide great flowers and fruit and more importantly, fall color. They turn a nice red in the fall. And so it's um, a plant that provides a lot to you as a homeowner. And of course you can harvest the blueberries if you protect them from the birds because the birds like them too. So it's up to you if you want the birds to get them or if you want them. I was just about to say, you probably have to battle the birds do, for the blueberries. You do, yeah. But we demonstrate all of those techniques in our garden so that you can come out and take a look at how we're protecting the blueberries and some of the challenges that we have. We like to leave everything uh, very honest in the garden so that people can see what they're going to have to um, you know, battle, you know, in terms of groundhogs and deer and birds and, you know, and also what to encourage in, in terms of wildlife and support like butterflies and bees and beneficial insects. What's your favorite Udairy ice cream flavor? <laughs> That's an easy uh, question to answer because I just brought my daughter this past weekend and she had vanilla and I had butter pecan, which is my favorite. Thank you. Yep. Thank you. Where are you taking me next? I think we'll head over to the U Dairy Creamery. And now Katie has brought us into the U Dairy Creamery. And I'm speaking with Melinda, the manager. How you doing? I'm doing very well, thank you. What's that wonderful smell? That is the smell of our homemade waffle cones. Made daily, if not four times a day here. What's um, been the most popular ice cream? Our most popular ice cream is Delaware River Mud Pie, by far. It's been the most popular since we came out with it. It's a really overturned cookies and cream. Um, it has so many chocolate sandwich cookies that the vanilla base actually turns dark. And then we added fudge swirls to it. So that's, that's made a name for ourselves. So it's our cows, our milk, and our ice cream. Correct. 
so how, how involved are students in this? Other than myself, well, myself, I am a graduate student now, but so 100% of the Creamery staff is, is a student, our students. Um, we have students from all different colleges, not just the College of Ag. Uh, we have three interns that we hire uh, on a yearly basis, uh, which are also all students. Uh, so we have currently with students about to graduate, we're training new ones to be their replacements. We have about 45 people here that we are, that, that work for the Creamery. What kinds of clubs or student organizations um, here in the College of Agriculture and Natural Resources get involved in Uderi? I think most of the involvement through the clubs is through our employees. I think uh, currently right here we have a couple proud members. Uh, they are the puppy raising club. Uh, they seem to, to kind of recruit each other through the creamery, as well as different animal science club is a very active, active community here. Um, we sell a lot of the wool and the blankets that are made from the sheep here, so the Animal Science Club is heavily involved in that as well. Let me try a taste of Katie's favorite ice cream. The 1923. 1923 is a new flavor we just released about a month and a half ago. Um, it is a French vanilla ice cream with a salted caramel swirl and bittersweet chocolate chunks. And it is in honor of the Study Abroad's program's 90th anniversary. So we'll have it throughout 2013, but it'll probably stick around for a real long time because I think it's our second most popular at the moment. Wow. So, um, ladies behind the counter, so one of you step up to the microphone and tell me who you are and tell me all about the fun waiting on people. Um, my name's Melissa. I'm a senior bio student, so I'm one of those kids that doesn't isn't in ag college. Um, I love working here. The customers are great. It's ice cream, so generally everyone's really happy. What's your favorite flavor? Um, my favorite flavor right now, it's stuck between the black raspberry and the mango. Um, <laughs> our black raspberry is super good. We've had it for a really long time. We just came out with a new flavor called Black Forest. Um, I haven't tried it yet, so I don't know if it's my favorite yet, but getting there. Why don't you take a taste of the black forest and, and report on it? Definitely a new favorite. And it's a chocolate ice cream with brownie pieces and dark cherries in it. We just made it yesterday, so I haven't even tried it yet myself. So. <laughs> We've now stepped into the back room, uh, the inner sanctum at the New uh, Dairy Creamery, and we're talking with Teresa Perdure, the food science intern. What did we interrupt you from doing? I'm actually making a batch of um, Nutter ice, um, banana ice cream right now <laughs> in the middle of the batch. Oh, it smells good. Oh, I know. Smell those fresh bananas I just threw in the machine. What's your favorite? My favorite flavor? Oh, it changes whenever we make a new one. <laughs> this new one, our banana one. Oh, that's probably my favorite right now. <laughs> they can't smell this on the radio, but it just smells banana-y in here. It is, and actually the flavor is also going to have, a, um, not a, addition to the, the banana flavor and the bananas that we actually put in the machine, it's also going to have a peanut butter swirl and um, these bittersweet chocolate chunks. Ten pounds of bananas actually are going into this batch, so it's a lot of bananas. Ten pounds into yes. what, a five-gallon tub? No, into four, two and a half, so about ten gallons of ice cream. Um, we have about ten pounds of bananas. Fresh ingredients make all the difference, don't they? Oh, it does. Oh, so this is so much better than any banana ice cream I've ever had. You're going to be graduating, mm -hmm. um, and you're a food science major. Yes. What is this experience working at New Dairy meant to you and your future career? 
Oh, well, it's, it's got me very much into the production side of food science and made me lean more towards that. And I really like the idea of like mixing with flavors and stuff. And so um, I've actually incorporated that into what we have a food capstone, which is um, one of our courses here at the um, University of Delaware for food science majors. And it's a culmination of everything you learn. And we basically, we've really incorporated a lot of the flavors and stuff that we've um, had from the creamery into that. And so definitely a big help in that, even in the, in the studies and going into the workforce. What will you be doing on Ag Day? I'll be working a little bit here at the creamery, um, scooping ice cream. I'll also be working with the Food Science Club, making veggie burgers and hot dogs. And then also with my food capstone class, we'll be having us um, various samplings and sensory tests of the different projects that we've been working on all this semester. Thanks for listening to Campus Voices, a collaboration between WVUD, the broadcast voice of the University of Delaware, and UD Information Technologies. The views expressed on this program are those of the individual guests and do not necessarily reflect the official views or policies of WVUD, UD Information Technologies, or the University of Delaware. For more information about Campus Voices and to find archive copies of this and other episodes, visit our website, Using all lowercase letters, go to www.udel.edu slash campusvoices. We invite you to tune in every Thursday morning at 8.30 for Campus Voices on 91.3 FM, WVUD, and WVUD HD1, Newark, or online at wvud.org. <laughs>